Hi, and thank you for joining this ninth episode of Media Mystic. I'm your host, Kristen Harlow. Today, I sit down with quantum explorer Laura Torado to discuss her experience visiting John of God in Brazil. We talk about the miraculous nature of his ministry and also the controversial nature of his life and the things that he did which negatively impacted the people who visited him. We talk about lower energies in general, the ways in which they tend to infiltrate the lives of people like him who have reached a critical level of mass awareness, as well as the lives of people like you and me, and how we can protect ourselves from those energies, as well as ideally transmuting them into something loving and positive. It's a really powerful conversation with a very powerful person, and I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. I am so, so glad that you were able to uh, sit down with me today because it's it's been a while since we've connected and you are a really huge part of my um, development as as a medium. Um, I, I've been a medium for my entire life, but it was an experience with you that actually um, helped me to step into the role fully and um, call myself a medium rather than just have the experiences and, and be, um, and, and lack the confidence to actually just say that that's what I, what I am. And it was the experience with our mutual friend whose mother we brought through that night while we were in medicine space. And, yeah. um, that was n absolutely not the first time that I practiced mediumship or had experiences with the spirit, but it was absolutely the first time when I began to take it seriously and, and understand that I, that I really needed to to pursue the organization of that gift and the understanding of it. So I started joining circles and um, uh, eventually even started my own circle because of that experience. So I, I really, um, I'm so grateful to you. And I just, was not aware. I, I really remember that moment precisely. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and just to to share with uh, with listeners, since we're kind of we're discussing a situation that they aren't aware of, um, we were we were both really asked by a mutual friend to bring through his mother who had passed when he was fourteen years old, and yeah. it immediately it he her his mother came through and we um, shared many details about her and I remember. I'm, I'm not using his name just because, you know, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's necessary to use his name, but I'd like to, because his name to me is uh, akin to, to God, frankly. <laughs> I, I you might use his name and he'll be right here. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I think he already is. I think he's oh, been yeah. here this morning, oh, since this morning. Laura. But You have to be online now. But but he what he really wanted was for me to bring her through, you know, to to become tra in a trance state and truly bring through her voice and her and for her to appear on my face and that's just not how it works for me. I I don't I don't have that kind of yet. 
I don't have that that kind of channeling experience where the the voice comes through and all that. I have uh, more of an, a knowing and a seeing, right? And I think it's the same for you too in, in, in my experience. But uh, he really wanted that. He wanted to hear her and feel her because, you know, he had heard that that's what I do. And I suppose maybe that's where I'm going, but it's not where I was at the time. Yeah. So, but that, that he he asked because he would never ask for anything, and he had it so repressed that he she passed away at, at such a young age, mm -hmm. like he didn't want to talk about it, he didn't want to hear, it, and here he is. I guess it's because we were all in medicine space and, and a special place, and and he asked for this, and he asked when I'm sitting there, and he asked you. So it was it was a very special moment for myself as well. I'm getting goosebumps as you say that it, it, yeah, me too. yeah because and he's I here. I feel his presence right he now. Is. Yep. He's here. I Big time. It. He's here. I smell him cigarettes. Yep. Do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I love him. I love you. I want to say your name, but I'm for some reason feeling I need to protect his name. I don't know why. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I, I feel him too. It was really special. It it was so special for that reason because I I knew him and and well not as well as you did but I I knew him and I I know that side of him that gruff protected side, but yeah. but we had a pretty soft connection from the moment we met and we didn't have a lot of time together but we had and and for everyone who's listening he has since passed that's why we feel him with us um yeah. he passed from an, a very fast moving illness um. But uh, I, I knew how much that meant that he had trusted me with that request. I just was so honored. And that's that's part of the reason why I stepped into the experience as well and really fully embraced my gifts. Wow. But, yeah, uh, it, it is incredible. It's it's just incredible. Uh, but um, so thank you. Thank you um, to both of you. And he, hopefully you'll remain with us as we continue this conversation. Oh, for sure. Like, sit in the alley. <laughs> Let me yep. check it out. <laughs> Likes nothing better than for people to be talking about him. <laughs> yeah, <it's> the circus. <laughs> um, so you were sharing uh, before we before we started um, your recent experience with being called to have this kind of public persona, it, it seems, and to share your own incredibly powerful gifts. And we'll, we'll get into more of that as well. Um, and so uh, do, do you want to get into to that to share exactly what you were sharing earlier about that? No, I, I, I've been very private and even private about the medicine and about connections to spirit and, and knowledge that comes to me uh, out of the blue and I, I can't deny it. And uh, in a setting with other friends where we were doing quantum hypnosis, uh, I was under and, and what it came through, and this is not the first time, it was um, that I had to speak. I, I, I was telling you that so vividly Purple Rain song and um, um, What's his name? Uh, Purple Rain Prince. Prince came yeah. through and said, this is your time to be on stage. And he was showing me uh, Broadway and he was showing me a stage. And he was like, what is this? I, I, I'm i just a dentist. I don't do any of this. <laughs> and I said, no, the time is now. How long? You... And so I move into it. And then we came out of the, the trance and uh, opportunities to speak came 
coming. Uh, my mentor in my profession, it's uh, teaching. So I was invited to the Sunday Zoom meeting and, and talk about um, whatever it is that we're doing. And then you <laughs> called me. And I don't know, I, I don't have clear the message that I have to deliver. Um, I know what happens to me. I know it's real. I, I know I can't deny it. So I'm pretty aware that um, there's other dimensions that we're not in touch and we become in touch when we are ready. And I think we have teachers and ascended masters and the kind of guiding us. And when we're ready, they step in and they advise. And this week, last week, uh, prior to coming to this interview, it was so powerful. Um, on Wednesday, um, I wake up and um, get in the shower and I hear the song, what's love, how to do with it, what's love, how to do with it. I said, what am I hearing that song? I mean, I haven't heard it. You know, sometimes you hear it, it sticks in your head and I'm at work and it keeps coming. It's like, why is that? I'm not fighting with my fiance. Um, I'm okay. I'm in a good space. Um, I don't know what that is about. So I work all day and like three o'clock, I get on my phone to check the news or check the media. And there she is. She had passed. Wow. No denying of this. This, this no. was true. This happened. And I, I would like to have more guidance. I would like to know what is that I'm supposed to do other than take a deep breath, enjoy it. And when the information of what you're supposed to do with it um will come through or maybe i'm not supposed to do anything um maybe i just plow along but it feels like i should be doing something <laughs> it it certainly seems like there it, maybe it's a prompt to keep going in the direction that we're going um in terms of and and I'll, we'll get back to the idea of the the message that came through that you you need to be pursuing this this the presentation of your gifts in public, but in terms of spirit coming through like that, when, when someone passes, because did, did you have, did you have a connection with Tina Turner? Was there any, I mean, you liked her, I imagine them who doesn't, right? So, but, I remember when I was going through a divorce, um, her songs kept, kept coming through a lot, specifically mm -hmm. this one. Um, and also private dancer. I answer somebody that just works because they have to do what they have to do or maybe they're not in tune or I'm not a prostitute but <laughs> a lot of times in profession uh, <laughs> like you just grin and bear pun intended uh, and do what have to do and I remember like kind of dancing on my own to release stress and, and having her songs come to my head I mean I've been divorced for a long time and I'm a good space now it's okay but it was so out of nowhere out of nowhere that yeah. I hear song i mean what is my connect i didn't have posters of tina turner i didn't have um uh go to concerts i i mean i know who she was right I remember respect her gift but her story of coming out of uh hardship um might relate a little bit with that but no i, I really don't so I had a similar experience with Sam Shepard when he passed away. I, uh, a very, very similar, uh, experience. He was a very well-known and, um, incredibly gifted playwright, um, and also an actor and a director, but just in, as a playwright considered one of the best of his time. And, um, I, one day I woke up and, um, and decided to take one of his plays off my bookshelf and take it with me to work. 
and read it. I, I didn't know why. There was no reason whatsoever. There was nothing, no reason. I just decided to bring it with me and learned the next day that he that he passed. Um, so, re and, and I do have a connection with him just in terms of my respect for his gift. Um, so I, I did have that kind of connection, but no reason why that would have come through. And, and I know other people who have had experiences like that too. And I wonder, I wonder if it's because, uh, they, they that to, to use the word again, that quantum connection between us. Mm -hmm. exists there's an energetic connection an experiential connection in some way and so when they pass they pick up on that experience and then realize we're channels for them so they come through as almost an acknowledgement of the spiritual realm or the the experience of living what what they were in life um yeah we talk but, about oneness all the time right and it sounds yeah. like and it sounds overused but experiences like that it's like that is oneness i mean absolutely uh, i don't know where you are tina but that is one of them. i don't know where you are uh sp but <laughs> it's one <laughs> that's um, right that's right um, sp is our mutual friend we were just discussing for for everyone who's listening uh, he actually materialized like after passing tell me about that he materialized like i was uh here with a friend and we were doing medicine it was just me and her uh sorry <laughs> her and i and uh <laughs> And I came upstairs and uh, I like, got startled, like I could see him. Um, and he goes, I'm sorry, I couldn't give you what you were needing from me, but I had other plans. And it was so vivid. Again, nobody could deny. I just saw him for a second and done. That's as I share with my friend. Uh, he's around all the time. And so he's so like, powerful. He, yeah, he, was, so he was powerful in life. Yeah, that's why he decided to check out so early. So the first time I met him, though, um, of course, in medicine, uh, and uh, the facilitator takes me to his house. He has he he was done early. He was uh, home, and he takes me to his house. And when I see him, and I'm really in another realm, and he is coming down, so I see like dark spots in his lungs, right? And uh, I I know what he has. And I asked him, can I clean it? So I started going like this, clean and clean. So in my mind, I knew what he had. And then three years later, when what happened happened, uh, the diagnosis and the MRI show exactly the spots that I have seen. Oh, wow. And I have that email. And I, I remember sending the facilitator, the, the, uh, the doctor that he should be seeing, um, because at that time, my ex-husband also was dealing with the same disease. And so those things that I actually, sometimes I say I should do a journal. And when I remember, I just write it down and then I just go about my regular life. But um, it's very hard. I, I say the same thing to myself. I really need to be writing this stuff down. It happens so much. And to have that is it's it it's a teaching instrument for yourself for later on first of all and second of all just to 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 keep these memories you know alive and i try to do it as well i i put notes on my phone but i'm not great about it either just it it's hard to do um yeah. i mean life happens uh, right life happens and we right. continue flying along you were mentioning his um, his ailment, though, is a, is a nice segue into um, a conversation about John of God, uh, which, um, you, you know, I, you, you told me that you had 
gone to Brazil to um, to visit him. Uh, and I, I was wondering, firstly, and we'll get into all the stuff about him, you know, what what he what he was, the uh, controversy that surrounds him. And that's probably a soft word for the information that surrounds him. Um, but uh, first, would you like to share exactly, you know, why you went to see him and and what that experience was like? Well, I like to do pilgrimage to sacred places, right? Oh, um, nice. Born, yeah. um, on a day, there's a pilgrimage to Santiago de Compostela in Spain, where mm -hmm. that's happening through ages, uh, medieval times, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, go to the cathedral where the remains of uh, um, uh, Santiago Apostol. What's um, in English? Anyway. Uh, is it? It's not. It's not Peter, is it? It's. Is it? Uh, I don't know. I can't. James. Uh, James. Saint James. James. Okay. St. James. So I yeah. was born on the day, uh, July 25th, where the pilgrimage, all the pilgrims are supposed to be there. So I think I bring, I brought that when I was born. Um, I went to Peru and it's just like the highlight uh, of my life uh, mm. in Peru. So when I heard about John of God and I was born in South America, it's like, oh, I could go to Brazil. And I have a friend who's just a good partner to follow me and do all that. So we said, yeah, let's go, let's pray. And, uh, you know, very left brain and very spiritual. It's like, we go there because it's spiritual. And then we write on a paper everything that we want. <laughs> it's so spiritual and it is spiritual. And uh, why not? Um, so we had a guide, um, which I learned that she didn't have integrity either you know because she made us uh she said no you have to book there for two weeks because one week is not enough like it's not enough because she was paying by getting paid by the day because when you're there he's only there two he was there only two days a week and that's when you meet him and so a week was plenty so i said i closed my office for 10 days and she closed her office for 10 days uh, but we didn't have any ailments um thank god but we just wanted to see and feel the place and see him and why not um so when we went in his presence because that's that was the protocol and when he's uh he was there he sat like in an altar um you would write um three things that you wanted to ask him and see what came back i don't remember what i asked him um and i remember that i understand portuguese and the translator um who didn't know i understand he, he translated half ass, oh, I'm sorry, half okay. ass, which uh, what, the questions that I, I said. And then he didn't have anything magnificent to say or anything enlightening. He said, okay, here, take this uh, medicine, which was uh, passion flower pills that they would sell to everybody mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and pray for 24 hours and then come out of this room, of your room. And I thought, Okay, that is strange, but I could certainly meditate for 24 hours and uh, food was brought to our rooms. And when I'm looking at the components of passion flower fruit, it's, it's like a sedative. It's like taking, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I like Valium. And of course we slept a lot because we took that. So mm -hmm. deep down, I didn't want to um, disbelieve and be negative. And so I just went with the flow. And uh, a few months later, after our trip, the whole thing blows up of, of uh, wow. lack of integrity. Um, I think a lot of 
people are going to say that they had healing experiences from diseases, but um, I don't believe it's John of God. I mean, I think John of God was the portal to bring people to that place. And then his ego took over. Um, mm -hmm. I think he has the, the facilitator part of um, bringing people to the spot on the earth. And we talk about the chakras of the earth. And I think that could be one of them. I know Glastonbury is another one. And I, I don't have the map in my head right now. But um, there's certain places on the earth that have more energy concentrated, like Peru. Um, so when you gather all those people coming from all over with faith and with prayer and with uh, magic happens uh what why was he a portal i don't know i don't know much about his uh life or but he probably has the power that we all have and he just embraced it or it was determined that this was his time to produce this um, and i think he did say that I, th I think he did acknowledge that it's something that we all uh that that we're all capable of i don't know too much about his life either but just just as a little <clears throat> you know, like background explanation. Apparently, I'm not sure exactly what age he was when this happened, but he, he started life as a tailor and he became a very, very young. He was like eight years old when he became a tailor's apprentice and still very young when he was in his early teens, I guess he became a very successful tailor. He was very good at it. And at mm -hmm. some point he took a, a journey. He had to walk from some one wherever he was to the place where he wound up where where his whole facility existed and um was was starving and exhausted by the time he reached this place and was really just looking for a meal and on the way there he stopped to get some water and apparently a, a female presence came out of the woods and told him who he was and what he was going to be and his experience oh. with spirit and what his job was going to be and he kind of ignored it he it, it happened and he ignored it apparently wound up at, at his at the land where his facility wound up being developed and the people there called him in immediately and said you're here we've been waiting for you and so they they took him in and um and he sat they put him in a chair and they told him you're going to speak to the group tonight and he was like i think you have the wrong person i you know i'm yeah, I would love familiar <laughs> yeah right right uh that's right speak exactly and he was like i think you have the wrong person i mean i love a meal but i don't think it's me that you're looking for and then he fainted apparently uh -huh. and he he came to and he was like he thought it was from hunger but he was told that in the in the time that he had been unconscious he had healed all kinds of people and spoke and did all these things and from then on he learned and developed his skills and how to you know control the experience um i i i don't know what to think of him as, as i was i obviously i've heard of him for years but i decided to do a little more research before we had this conversation and to really remove all of my judgments about the things that he's been accused of just so that i could be open to what he did and what he experienced because it does seem like people like him who are uh, who have these kinds of gifts, if they if, if they reach a level of mass awareness, it seems like many of them uh, are put in this position of of being forced to defend their human nature, you know? And like you think of Mother Teresa, for instance, she too has that kind of um, accusation against her that she was hoarding money and um, that that she was not a perfect person by any stretch and who who can expect anyone to be a perfect person but it does seem like it's a common thing where people reach a level of mass awareness and then are 
they're accused of things. It just seems common. I think uh, if we are to take anything positive of it is him being the portal of uh, a lot of people coming to prayer and healing themselves. I love that. I, I love that take. And I think that makes a lot of sense. That you cannot uh, take away. Uh, and um, he tapped into some type of spiritual thing. I mean, his sign was, uh, it was like this tri triangles, right? Like us above, so below. Uh, so he tapped unknowingly into sacred geometry and mm -hmm. he tapped unknowingly into, I mean, people from all over the world will come in and, and there is accounts of healing, uh, inexplicable healing. So if we take the positive, there was some positive. If we take the negative, there was a lot of negative. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard to, it's hard to see past the negative to, to the positive, but the positive is, is there. And it's, it really is. It's true. Even if none of it, even if it was all magic, you know, even if he was a David Blaine level magician, which I don't believe, but even if he was, it, he did still draw enormous crowds of people such as yourself to one place and, and create even more of a portal there. I think that's, that's definitely true. A lot of healing happened there. So why are you attracted to, to John O'Carr? Well, I, I really, honestly, I was having a conversation with somebody else recently and they, we were talking about spiritism and, huh. um, and she comes from that uh, tradition. And so she mentioned that John of God is also of that tradition. And so I remembered you and how you had gone there and had your own experience. So that's, that's really what this is about. This it's why I'm, and I've always been curious about, about it. I, I have, I have a hard time fully accepting the reality of it. And, and that's, that's about me, you know, and, and part of, I think everyone's journey is opening, opening, opening more and more to the things that seem impossible to you so that you still have a discerning eye, but you are, are open to the possibilities so that then that opens your own gifts. Right. So that that's my process. I think I'm closer to being able to accept the reality of his work, but the, the surgeries, especially, I still have a little bit of a block about, um, but you know, Seeing those videos, uh, I, I don't know whether they're uh, a lie or if they were real or they're pretty scary. <laughs> I don't think they're a lie. I've seen them too. And I just don't, they don't have the technical capacity it's, to put in the papers and the open wound and taking it out. And then ours, the eye surgery was like, it was the one that I know really possible to look. But there's a lot of uh, that spiritism and, and, um, religion in, in Brazil so there's a big influence from the conquistador like Portugal uh, Catholic and then they have this influx of um, uh, slaves and mm -hmm. pretty mixed and the slaves brought their own beliefs and uh, implemented and so it's heavily charged I know on the first of the year there's a lot of uh, Imanja, that's uh, the god that they revere and everybody goes into the water with uh, white clothing and that was one of the requirements to go to John of God that you have to wear everything white mm. and it's based on the spiritism but mm -hmm. at the same time the entities that he said that they would come in there were uh, Catholic doctors uh, I don't remember now it was like three entities that heal you but they were Catholic and then um one of the things that you had to do also was like lie in a bed with uh, lights that uh, were aligned with the chakras of the body. So he, he took like from everything, spiritism, Catholicism, uh, sacred geometry, uh, lights, uh, you know, Hindu tradition, 
Um, so you will lie in the bed with a light. By the way, I, I bought a bed uh, with lights that, that I like sometimes and you could feel the energy of the light if it, like, it has like a prism of quartz, mm -hmm. um, like Vogel cut crystals and you're lying in the sugar. So, so the, you know, we are water and we are muscles and like anything like light or sound, any, anything affects you. And he tapped on that as well as part of the healing process. Mm -hmm. Um, did you have did, did you feel like what you asked for what you brought there was um was was answered or that or or were you given what you asked for as a result well, of my request uh to be in a spiritual place like that were so shallow and <laughs> so non-spiritual mm -hmm. it's just today i understand it was like a perfect blend of uh somebody who lives this new year city life and then all of a sudden you want to be spiritual um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so in the end a, a song came the only thing that that it was strange was um with my mother because you know, I'm an only child. My mother lives in Spain. I live in New York and she's very clingy to me, uh, like almost like non healthy, you know, mm -hmm. I'm 61 years old. Like, I can't be checking on you. Uh, you can't be checking on me on, through WhatsApp every <laughs> morning, night and dinner. So I know she loves me and it's never come from malicious, but it's just like, like a wet blanket. My ex husband used to say, you know, like, so I requested to cut the cords that are not love which it was difficult to understand because I don't think there's any chord between her and I that are not love, but, but maybe the negative was the clinginess. Maybe the negative was like, I, I can't live like this. You checking on me every minute. And uh, something happened that on her end, she started to be shaky and trembling mm -hmm. and she didn't know why they didn't have she went to the emergency room and they didn't uh, know what was wrong. And she was like nervous and she didn't understand why. And they were asking, are you upset? Um, is your daughter okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I don't understand. Everything is okay. And she was like trembling. So till this day, she takes every day 0.5 milligrams of Valium with breakfast, which is like a microdose. Um, wow. Then I, I said, I'm sorry, but at the same time, uh, I mean, I need to live my life and it's not that I wish her wrong, but so that is inexplicable, uh, although I have that explanation, but that happened for real. <laughs> that, that sounds, it sounds to me like the, the chords you're talking about, of course, are chords of love, but they're also infused with chords of need and, yeah, you know, need sure. is not, it, it's a version of love, but it's not a pure version of love. So it seems like those are the chords. And then she's, yeah, it, was, it was extreme. I mean, she's still intense. <laughs> but I think it eased up a little bit. Okay, um, interesting. Wow. Look, maybe it's the medication, but why would she take medication? So that that was inexplicable. It's not the it's not the point that it it's the fact that she had that reaction. She had a physical reaction to yeah. an emotional healing. Yeah. It it was a healing for her as well as for you. It, it um, it's, it's real. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. No, no, no question about that. That's thanks to John of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, there, there's, it, it, it's absolutely a fact that he changed, he changed things energetically. There, there's no question about that. His presence 
maybe advanced the cause of pursuing spirituality and understanding our own connection to God, you know, and, and created an, an opening there. So for that reason, he was a, a gift. And, you know, perhaps they say this about medicine space as well. And I think it, I think it's the truth. I think it's true for, for spirituality and mediumship and, and all things that open us to those divine energies. They also open us to other energies, I think. Mm -hmm. And when, when power becomes intertwined with those energies, with, with our abilities, when we, when we gain power from them, I wonder if that opening that we've created allows those lower energies to enter and then play with our ego so that we behave in ways that perhaps we would not have had we not gained that power that people like him gained you know it's like we were we were talking before we started about um the idea of of giving of announcing the fact that you're also an accomplished dentist as well as an incredibly powerful spiritual person quantum explorer we decided uh I like that too. I think it's true for you for sure. Um, and, uh, and I was, I was talking to you. What's that? I'm going to write it down. (laughs) (laughs) You won't forget because I'm going to, that's what I'm, how I'm going to introduce you. (laughs) Uh, um, but we were talking about how I, I had someone come on this, this podcast before who is a certified therapist and she put that information out there and then was that information was abused by by someone um and and i explained to you that what we think it is is i have a medium circle that i that i started that's free and because it's free and it's on zoom it attracts usually young guys uh to come and bomb the the zoom circle so they join i let anyone in they join and then they do stupid things you know they'll just there is actually spiritual devices to protect against that oh yeah grid your space you could grid your space with uh geometric forms like oh. nobody nobody's gonna enter here so the geometric forms are a square a triangle and a circle so you grid your space and you determine that no negative entities are gonna come into the space and that every entity that's gonna come in it's gonna be for the greater good so the same way that you protect yourself before uh, the day commences <laughs> So they, it's pretty powerful because there's negative energy and there's positive energy, but the positive is way stronger than the negative. You so, just really, you you just really explained something to me by by sharing that. I, I'm going to do that before we start from now on for myself and for the circle. But in you just answered a question for me, um, yeah. which is that they always come in at the beginning. And they always do what they do at the very beginning before we even start. So I'm, I always have, I can always get rid of them before we start the circle. They, they always do it at the beginning. And I always say, every time it happens, I say to the group, I don't understand why they do it in the beginning. Why don't they wait until we've gotten going and then do it? It'll be much more effective. Obviously, I don't want them to do that. But I often ask that question because I'm like, I don't understand why they don't wait until we've started before they do this stuff it would be much more disruptive and that's what their goal is and now i understand i always i always start the circle with a with an opening prayer and a a prayer of protection so they can't get in amazing and it it they they always without fail do it at the very beginning they don't it doesn't even happen before it always happens before the prayer is even spoken so they have 
no choice. They have no chance and uh, you have the power and you determine. So anybody that comes through or whether it's incarnated or, or not, it's because we allow them. So you establish intent, uh, you grid it. You could, uh, first you ask who is here for the greater good. I send the masters with me and I ask to be protected. I ask that the space be protected. And then at the end you close it and you open, you grid it, you close it and, and that's it and it won't happen. So I'm going to do that, but before anybody even joins, before anyone even joins the Zoom, I'm going to do that. And then once they all leave, I'm going to do that. That's that's yeah. excellent, excellent advice. Wow. Gratitude, gratitude and joy. Those are the two things that we want. And then we close. Thank you for the uh, thank you and gratitude and, and the joy of having had this type of connection. So they're, they're lower entities. They're, uh, so they're not as powerful. So, it, and I, that's what I was going to say. It, I, I feel that that does, that is part of it, that it's not just these young guys who are bored. It, you know, it, it partially is, that's the shallow version of these people who are coming through. It, it seems that there is something larger happening, you know, it, it, they have entities attached. Yeah. It's the same vibration, right? Like, a, say like a tuning fork, you hit it and the next to it is start vibrating at the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. so, so the wavelength that they are or that we are is what we attract mm -hmm. it's uh it's very common and if you have like tuning forks it's just they start vibrating on the same even though they are different notes mm -hmm. um, and that's it we are water we are breath and it's uh, we have to protect ourselves and it's it's a it's amazing and i mean i don't take them I don't take it seriously it, or, you know, I, they, they go away. It is disturbing. It has this, it has a level of not just young guys behaving like dummies, but it has this real, it has a creepy level. There's something very, very creepy about it as well. So, uh, mm -hmm. it, yeah. It, and, and so the reason I bring that up is because I, I feel that that same energy maybe is able to sneak into these people who gain an enormous power from their spiritual gifts, they're still, they're opening themselves to both. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a daily work. Yeah. It's a daily work. If not, you become porous, you become uh, a target. It's there, it's real. Um, in, in common day life, uh, if I don't say a prayer, if I don't protect myself, uh, my day, the people that are going to come to my door are like off kilter. They're, they're mm. not. And say, oh, why, why is this? Is it full moon? Yes, it is full moon for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is full moon. And and uh, they're giving you experiences that is not what you desire. So then I think, what am I learning from this experience? But sometimes I'm tired. It's like, I don't want to learn today. Just give yeah. me a day, okay? Yeah, give me a day off. <laughs> yeah, give me I'm... a day off. What am I? <laughs> special disability. I, I, <laughs> enough with the learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. They're they're there. They're available. Um, you could also call in the elements, um, like stones or uh, metals, or you can call air. Um, but it is necessary. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like you wake up and you shower and you get dressed. This is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you get out of the door without protection. Now I'm going to be doing two opening prayers and two closing prayers. <laughs> yeah, they're spiritual parasites, you know, and you just get rid of it because you got the power <laughs> it's it's amazing it's yeah. it's really amazing and then yeah. also forgive them for what for forgive the energies for what for their own you know deprivation 
I think is also important as well. Uh, so everybody's on a different path at this point in time. That's their path. Mm -hmm. Maybe at some point in time, that was our path. Yep. It's perfect. Right? It's a spectrum right? from zero to 10 or from zero to whatever. Um, and, and the light doesn't exist with the dark and the positive doesn't exist with the negative. So in a way, it's what it is. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't have to invade our space or our lives. Or, exactly. Well, Laura, this this has been a really, really amazing conversation. I'm so happy to have connected with you again. Let's do this again. Now you you've been told you must you you must you know told by <laughs> spirits and non incarnated people and uh, what it brings my attention they're like black entrepreneurs I don't know what that means it's Prince it's Tina Turner and it was somebody else uh, I think probably the genetic of struggling struggling and coming out of nothing into something. I'll, I'll keep thinking about it or I'll keep hearing and see what comes out. What, what is it that you're, can, can you speak more about that? So the, the important messages that I heard, like Prince showing me a Broadway story. Oh, right, right. And Tina Turner coming out of nowhere. These are uh, black entrepreneurs or artists that yeah. from struggle. And, but, and there was somebody else also, uh, I'm surprised. Oh. That's it. <laughs> that is interesting. I'm I'm also putting my attention on that. Yeah, you know, like Sting didn't come through, or or a Paul, uh, Dylan didn't come through. These people. Very specific, yeah. and and this idea of it being a kind of a carrying the genetic weight of of history as well as their own personal, you know, genetic weight. Uh, that that resonates, I think, and. Yeah how that plays a role in your own development is and that's something you're going to have to put more thought into by coming back here well, and sharing what you epigenetic uh, how do we change the genetic history that we bring in through that belief through struggle that believes through scarcity and like you got to work hard and all that i mm -hmm. think that comes as i speak it comes from that yeah yeah all right well thank you so much and um and yeah. Do you have before we before we end? Do you have a uh, website, social media, anything that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, well, I have the lightcrossings.com. Uh, that is uh, talks a little bit about the energy work that I do through Reiki, uh, my path uh, in the Modern Mystery School that's based in Toronto. Mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, they have uh, teachings about hermetic life. Okay, interesting. Hermetic. I want to talk to you about that at some point as well. That, that okay. was some, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's based, the entire school is based into uh, hermetic teachings. Mm -hmm. It's all over the world, but it's uh, the headquarters are in Toronto. And I was there two weeks ago for uh, recertification. And also end of life doula, uh, which okay. uh, the pandemic brought it to a halt because I was volunteering for um, New York uh, visiting nurse of New York, and uh, we couldn't do in visit uh, in person visits anymore. So I, I don't volunteer with them anymore. And then um, my professional, uh, my dental professional is Dental Wellness Airway, and we just uh, doing dentistry in a way of allowing people to breathe better. So we treat patients uh, that 
uh, have sleep apnea and have um, difficulty using a CPAP. And I think that's, and that service is, I kept asking, how do I merge the energy work and the spirit work into a dentist? I'm a dentist. Yeah. And <laughs> I think we say that through breath, I breathe God and uh, God or spirit or higher power. So, and allowing dental patients to be able to breathe better, which is what we do, I think. I, I succeeded into connecting both. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. it. It's just my name. I, I have a Twitter that I don't use and I have an inter Instagram that I don't use. So Laura, Laura Torado. Yeah. Um, so it's lightcrossings.com. It's mm -hmm. dentalwellnessairway.com. Yep. And Laura Torado on Instagram and Twitter. Excellent. All right. <laughs> thank you so much, Laura. And um, to our listeners, thank you for joining us. And we love you. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye.